Some well, people are very good at sounding spontaneous yes. when they're not spontaneous. That's yes. kind of this. I'm no, all spontane- spontaneity. 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 And, and I'm not. I, I focus more on my stories than pronunciate pronunciate pronunciation. <laughs> uh, I have to remember that I'm going to ramble too, right? So part of my strategy yeah. was well, you've using never ramble. Never ramble. Like, oh, that was yeah. one time I rambled. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm 3L law student Adam Lachance. Hello, Adam. Hey, hey. How are you today? I'm good, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a good day. <laughs> so, <laughs> you always ask, I'm always surprised by that question, know, which, it, which, which is asked a, every time. It's not a shocker, is it? <laughs> uh, um, so we're back. We don't really need to do a huge intro because we're back with uh, returning, 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 returning guest. Yes, I think this is his fourth. It's actually the fourth because I time? actually I sewed you in, Paul, okay. to a early, another episode, Myths Revisited Part Two oh, or something yeah, like that. So yeah. that's right. Repeat effect. Paul, Good to be back. Paul Guglielmo. And we don't even need to discuss readings because, again, we... It, we, I wouldn't do I, it anyway. I, I yeah, well, <laughs> but I didn't have a. I didn't really have a good assigned reading for you, Adam, because it's basically a continuation of our uh, podcast on OCI's Fair interview enough. process. Fair enough. Well, so we have the Paul. articling. Scary. The scary articling article. That was that. I forgot oh, about that. The horror stories yeah, the of horror, articling. Horror stories which, of articling. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about that. In fact, <laughs> Adam read it because Adam sent it you to me. You actually read so, it? Well, I, I, well, I read it. I assigned it to Professor Hayden. Yeah, did you read it? I did read it. Oh, and damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Without going into too much detail about that article, I thought it was good, but it all it, it was a lot of bad stories about bad articling yes. experiences. Oh. And of course, there must be hundreds and thousands of good stories with articling. Yep. But the media journalism wouldn't work without these kinds of stories. But Fair enough. horrible, horrible stories. Anyway, I yeah, you'll, you'll sure. post that article for the for yeah, the of listeners. course, of course. So we have yeah. one at least. Uh, our guest today, uh, just to be sure, is uh, Paul Guglielmo. Episode number four with him. I hope you're not tired of him because be I'm starting to get tired of him. Uh, <laughs> well, as I said in, when we concluded last episode, I sure hope, Adam, you don't swear as much with Paul this time. No. But and we're, uh, we're I gonna, think we're going to just jump right back in basically yeah, yeah. into Let's, the OCI stuff. We were we just listened to what we were talking to about last time and we kind of got to continue from there. Yeah. Um, so what, let me, let me ask both of you sure. a few things. One of which is, Given the <laughs> how exercised you are about this whole process, and given the stress, any any, could you think what 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 could be done to make it a better process? Funny you mention exercise because that's actually what I did to cope with it. But anyway, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> um, that to, is a good point. To make it a better, I the. You got to look at why the process is there. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of it was it's there because we don't want our students getting uh, or eloping to New York sort of thing. Um, There's a lot of reasons why it's there. Yeah, we talked talked about about that last time. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of reasons why it's there and how to make it better. I'm Mm -hmm. drawing a blank here on... I think there is an issue. Well, let's think about the issue they're trying to solve. I know what the issue they're trying to solve is. uh, Well, the utility, you could say, of the process now is we don't... You There's an oversaturation of lawyers in Toronto... So when you're hiring for Toronto, you 
as an articling firm, if you just had an open hiring process where it was easy to just say, okay, well, wait, I have another offer, then you're going to leave, you're going to just make the market seem more saturated because people are going to be, there'll be open positions, right? Whereas with this model where you're being forced to make a decision on an instant and fill up all those spots quickly, it, it allows firms to have certainty when they commit to taking on an articling student that they're going to get an articling student. I think, yeah, it helps right. them yeah. estimate um, their hiring. Yeah. But I think it also, it prevents it from getting pushed back further and further. Because I think what you saw prior to this was mm-hmm. uh, firms hiring in first year for, you know, too well yeah. summer. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I, <laughs> for sure, uh, you know, as an educator, I think that's, that was bad. The, yeah. you, you need to have some real basis on which to determine yes somebody's gonna yeah so that the timing is actually not terrible i i feel like end of second going into third year so just before third year doing the articling recruit that i feel like we yeah i didn't feel under i feel like i had some experience um with the law and then also a little bit of work experience you could have had you know research assistantships you could have been doing even just uh, volunteer work yeah. with different clasp or whatever i think two l's might find this issue um with the oci process is you're walking in and interviewing with a bunch of very large uh largely business law firms and you wouldn't have much in the way of substantive experience in the area and mm-hmm. you don't know what to talk about and yep. the reality with these firms is they're not necessarily looking for you to say i love mergers and acquisitions but <laughs> what they're looking for is you know um i think a well-rounded applicant who they can mold who might fall yeah. into one of the areas of practice that they do yeah, yeah. so well, i think you're that's, absolutely right that's a good there. point yeah. fit fit for them is the key yeah all. yeah and it, as you say what's the up uh, what's the potential of this person right not what yeah. they've done and so i think far. you got to I had a lot of interviewing experience before law school and I found it was, I only had the one OCI interview, but it was like with a government, with the government for like a crim, criminal law uh, crown position. And I went in there doing my old interview style, which was, you know, I'm coming in to present my best self and I'm going to be a valuable person that you want to hire. And that's, that's the way I'm coming in, which is something that work in the which, real world, in the real world. That's but good. But I had to remember, no, no, despite my, you know, seven years or how many years of school that of experience in school that I have, I have to go in there and uh, basically just try to not show weaknesses and just kind of be like, I understand. Like, please help. Please take me on. <laughs> like o- almost you have to switch from being, Hey, I have value I can bring to, Hey, I realize I have no value I can bring. I don't know but, about that. I disagree like, with you there. I, I, I think I, I'm heavy disagree there. Adam. <laughs> I do. I, I, I feel again, like they're this, like, maybe this criminal defense bar is look, is like, Oh, yeah, the crim, criminal bar is very different. But, you guys are a very unique breed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I, uh, but this ties into what you said. And it's my second question is, you hear a lot of students say, "Oh, you got you have to take certain courses like bizaz if you're gonna work at a big general service Bay Street firm." Right. I I ended up working at a Bay Street firm, and I had not a single business course. All my courses were public law, basically. I did the criminal intensive clinic, <laughs> so obviously in an interview it didn't bother them that no, i had yeah. no business law experience Fair enough. which then it then begs the question do you really think people do need certain courses or not or do you, is oh. it hedging your bet it's just just to be a little bit careful about mm-hmm. what you've the, done i think the course selection matters more down the line like when you're talking about uh, the articling recruit i think that yeah. your course selection speaks very heavily to what you want to do 
Well, especially in criminal law. I yeah. Would, yeah. If, if you're articling in criminal law yeah. courses. Yeah. If you're interviewing for an articling position in a criminal like law firm, you better have demonstrated criminal law yeah, experience. Criminal procedure and evidence. Yeah. You're going to need those, I think, just to be... Even working a summer job in criminal law, oh, huge I, for you. those were just my notes from criminal law classes were, were invaluable. Useful? Yeah. yeah. Um, from seminars and yeah. like all the seminars I had been in. Um, for example, one was like... Uh, I'll talk about a class is criminal law to advocacy in the criminal trial with Mara Green and Jennifer Trierne, who are both pretty well-known people in criminal law world. And they, their class notes were things that I would reference every day when I was at my job in the summer. That's so if you problem, can imagine, it yeah, class. it was a good, it was a great class. I highly recommend it, but yeah. there's similar classes that other, apparently, uh, uh, Jill Makepeace does a similar class class at U of T maybe I'm not sure but any class like that those seminar classes that that you're only going to really take if you're die hard into that field are where you're going to get that those value value bring yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the thing so what for me a lot of value uh employers would probably see that this that's probably what they're seeing when they look at that too well any kind I of think. practical knowledge like any um but that's I cream. took a lot of clinic a lot of clinics obviously they look for Anything to demonstrate interest in your extracurriculars as well. Any kind of oh yeah, extracurriculars yeah. too. Um, that's where they're looking for. That's but as far point. as the OCI recruit though, like there's not much you can really do mm-hmm. uh, to to demonstrate interest that early. I think that what they're looking well, for is great is academic group. excellence and uh, uh, you, that you interview well, yeah. that you have the emotional intelligence to carry yourself through uh, an interview with these lawyers. Yeah, oh, that so, can't be it. Because why? How do I get a job? <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. I know. Same here. I, <laughs> oh, man. I don't have that. Well, I, I hope I have now. I don't think I had that emotional intelligence. I still then, don't have it, man. It's, oh, man. Does, your, does the mock trial ever come up? And, oh, they asked. Or, yeah, well, they, actually, does that help you? Do you think? Uh, a couple have asked about it. Uh, <laughs> some who know about it, some who don't. And I've had some great conversations about music with some interviewers. But uh, That's a good one, too. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, my favorite was putting scotch on there under interest because you never know what they're going to come off with with that. That's good. Yeah. I have a few. You can throw in those interests. That's what the interest section is about. Yeah. You put those interests. I have, I had the podcast come up in a lot yeah. of, of interviews. Yeah. Uh, this has nothing to do with criminal law, but it was still something that we talked about. Shows an interest. Um, I have like, I put like role playing games in my interest section, which no one, unless you know, you don't really know what that <laughs> yeah. means. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to disclose. You a board game with disclose. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you haven't lived until you played a board game. You have not yeah, truly. No. No, so but then one of my interviewers was really into board games and role playing games, so it was it was a perfect match. So. Yeah, I I agree. I think that part of people's resume is in in a way is probably the part that some of the uh, people on the committees that hire look to first because the rest is all pretty Boring. similar, right? Yeah, yeah, we all have the same. To, yeah. but then here and so they focus and ask questions about that. Hundred so, yeah, percent. That, yeah, that's, that's like, it, and you think that what are they looking for some kind of eccentricity? Or, you know, something a little yes. off. Yeah, the, they'll poke at that wall. for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, and I think so you get two, you get really two kinds of interviews, especially at the OCI stage. You get the conversational kind where they open with, "Tell me about yourself," or they'll take one of your interests, board games. So, yeah. Adam, tell me about your board games. What do you play? Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can talk about <laughs> yeah. it. But yes, I love Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. The, the other kind you get though is these uh, behavioral interviews, which a lot increasing oh, uh, increasing yeah. in popularity actually, where they ask standardized questions that. Quite frankly, I hate. Such I, as. Yeah, those Give are us brutal. an example. Uh, tell us about a time where you encountered adversity and overcame it oh, and what you yes. did. Yes. Yes. Did uh, you get that? At the... Oh, so much. Um, 
I, I don't like them. But actually, um, the government does an interesting version of the behavioral interview where it's like they give the same questions to everybody, but these questions aren't necessarily behavioral. They're, they are hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think they're these. like demonstrating merit. And so they're grading your answer there yeah. with, from, with a panel. Well, it's a it's substantive law question, isn't it? Yeah, it's like oh, a mini exam. I didn't get substantive. Uh, no, but I know uh, the, ba- the big firms don't do that. But yeah. the idea of... Crown yeah. law did. Well, the, yeah. I had the crown Meg didn't ask me substantive questions. Yeah. Oh, really? I did Meg constitution well that would be yes you would get constitution yeah, yeah you would they, get they substantive constitutional would. questions and i will admit i did not know enough about constitutional law to be in that interview <laughs> but i did survive it <laughs> hey, you the interview, man. and that has nothing to do with my teaching ability way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. so he uh, says <laughs> it had everything so how, do you, how do you find out that these are the types of questions do you get, is it through the grapevine people just say oh you got to be prepared there's for materials this, or uh, they prepare whatever materials? institution you're at there's probably materials posted in like career services that career services would have like that, that info. yeah and yes. they'll say here's here's the hard questions like they haven't listed like that right there's like yeah they do a list of hard questions and what about Easier though? Ones. What about the idea that you can over prepare and sound wooden? That you've yes. got a stock answer as opposed to being more spontaneous. I think you how need good are you to, at hiding that it's a yeah, that yes, it's a canned answer? I agree. It's, yes, which I have no poker face, so it's not. <laughs> well, so, people are very good at sounding spontaneous yes, when they're not spontaneous. That's yes. kind of the secret. Again, I'm not. I'm, I'm terrible at that. I'm no. all spontane- <laughs> spontaneous. Spontaneity, spontaneity, spontaneitis, and, and I'm not. I, I focus more on my stories than pronunciate, pronunciate, pronunciation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but I have to remember that I'm going to ramble too, right? So, part of my strategy yeah. was well, you've using never ramble. Never ramble. Right, right, oh, I remember yeah. this one time I rambled. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, so I had to, when I practiced doing the behavioral questions, the yeah. hard behavioral questions, yeah. and watch myself stammer and get and realize that I'm just rambling for no reason nice. and explaining everything, it helped me learn to cut it off. I answered the question, stop. But then yeah. now mix that in with my informal crim interviews and it, I thought it was a perfect balance because you have an idea now, right? Yeah, yeah that's, well, that, so you, so you practice. Exactly. So you oh, practice. yeah, you get lots of practice, do you, mock yeah. interviews. Uh, yeah. Every school offers mock interviews. Get your friends to sort of, I mean, your friends kind of a biased practiced, opinion too. I, I'm not going to lie, I practiced like, not extremely lots. <laughs> I went to a, quite a few mock. Well, I had a lot of practice too after the OCI. I had a bunch of just uh, places to practice on. When's your? When was the last time you had an interview, Professor Haig? Yeah, two thousand and one. Oh <laughs> my <Jesus> Christ! <laughs> How did you nail that? I only remember because it was here. Did they Oscar. have behavioral oh, nice. questions back then? Or? Uh, they were just starting to, but the reason and it was for a it was for a part time position in the. Uh, the Law Reform Institute here, which is housed at Osgood, and they needed a researcher. So I thought, oh, I'm, I'm. anyway, and it was the former dean interviewed me. Didn't go well. I'm te- I'm a terrible interviewer. <laughs> anyway, I'm not, I will yeah. be. I will fully admit it. Um, it's just it's so for me the whole thing is so artificial. Yeah, it feels disingenuous. And I cannot yeah. get o- over that. And some people are so good at it. And I, so I I I, I mean, that, there's very little I can say on a podcast to recommend this people because I'm so bad. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Other than avoid it at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> Get a job some other way. Don't go through an interview. No, but I, part of it is, uh, yeah, I wondered about, I like, I do like to be spontaneous, so I would not practice, but then it probably came across that I had no, like I would there's stumble over there, my yeah. words. Or, yeah. I was looking, there's a there's a movie, George Clooney did a movie, what is the Michael, is it Michael? Anyway, 
there's a great scene in there tilda swinton it plays this ceo of a company and she there's a scene where she's practicing a presentation in front of a mirror michael clayton that's the movie yeah you haven't seen anyway i highly recommend that because it's 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 although it's not in the law context because she's a ceo and she's it's a business presentation yeah but the fact just her she tries to become to practice enough so that she's spontaneous i guess is the point and it it's it's a really great scene anyway that was I, that was tangential. That was off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying. We were waiting uh, for him to uh, cut uh, it off. Uh, uh, I think we shouldn't give us, him the job. You have to get us back grounded to where yeah. we are, which is to finish this thing off. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> so I think the the takeaway is, regardless of if you're not even going to law school, if you're in second year coming into OCIs, or if you're in third year going into your articling recruit when you're done, um, you know, you, the the things you have to worry about aren't necessarily course selection maybe it's better to look into those like extracurriculars and maybe it's time to start thinking what what are what do i look like in an interview and what kind of interviews will i be facing potentially will i be in criminal law where it might be more chill or will i be maybe in more of these business i don't i don't know i don't know criminal law so you gotta read the room room is a good yeah read the room yeah I, i also one bit of advice which i do think i can offer is that you you know people worry about what courses they've taken how they're able to are they good at being a lawyer one of the things you do law firms are like any place of work you do work with other people and if you do not find yourself in very comfortable in sitting in front of the people that are interviewing you maybe it's because you don't really want to be there and work with them you're gonna have to be there with them for a lot more than two hours or one hour than than an interview so i think in other words fit is it's an important aspect of any job 100 percent. granted and and the fit you're almost gonna for me the fit was what let me know what job i was gonna get almost oh definitely the fit for me was one of the few calls i got too was the one that i thought was a fit so it's almost gonna be mutual i feel like it yeah it tends to be mutual. you'll feel it although that's right it's it's a it's a and it happens quite quickly on in a in a relationship yeah and it doesn't mean you're necessarily gonna find that you could do 12 interviews and never get that click but maybe down the line you'll be a two year two years out and you'll you'll get that click finally right yeah that's what you want yeah otherwise you're gonna be you're not gonna be as happy i don't think no and that's, that's one thing though no, it's hard to tell fit uh when you speak to two lawyers from like a yeah, hundred person that's the other firm thing. yeah so but in, sure. in all cases you're working with people and you want to, to get good at uh seeing these not as big scary lawyer types but as genuine people and come across as a right. genuine mm-hmm. person as well in the interview. Is it okay if we, to ask them to walk around and just, you know, maybe chat with a few other people in the firm? Is that so okay during an interview? One, I, I think you got to I think the Big expectation play. is you do it backwards. You should be reaching out to people at the firm in advance. Especially the young you people who are just Yes, exactly. The younger. Yeah, well, that'll get you some info about the fit, like you yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. That's well, more could pre-interview visit. Yeah. Have a coffee with yeah, a, yeah. somebody yeah. who's a year ahead of you at law school. Hey, it's a good if, idea. If firm. you really want a job somewhere, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah you reach out beforehand you to, uh, to some a recent grad or someone who goes to yeah. school. Just talk with them over coffee about it. Know what you're getting into. I would definitely do that. That's huge. Like, if you have something in mind, why why wait around, right? Yeah. Like, start making those connections. Lawyers are surprisingly easy to get in contact with i've learned <laughs> oh yeah that was the biggest surprise for me i think and it might be just criminal law thing criminal law you i think i could probably call almost any lawyer <laughs> in ontario and ask them to sit down with coffee for me in the next couple of days and they would <laughs> like yeah, it's, right, it's ridiculous right. well, how much they want but, to help and, you know yeah yeah the beauty of law school is you are when you're in second year 
you've got a, a group that you know you get to know quite well, third year students, who then will be out there articling when you're, and you could use that, as you say, you use that yeah. as a resource to then explore. Yeah, what, yeah. What shout out to the like. to the three L's, or rather the year above us. They were a huge help through, I think, both processes for me, I think. Yeah. Just sort of calming me down, telling Agreed. me what's going to happen in these crazy interviews. Right. And that uh, helps reach out relieve the stress. Yeah, that is one really good thing about law. I think generally most lawyers realize the importance of giving back, and that starts yeah, early. Yeah. Right? Starts in law school, as you say. Upper years give back to first years. Yeah. Lawyers giving back to other lawyers and students that's uh, that's the more thing yeah that's one thing that law has done that's really great i, I don't know why how that gets encouraged but it certainly is encouraged early on so. true it's mutual suffering <laughs> maybe that's it. <laughs> they want you yeah we all want everybody to suffer in the same <laughs> so we pass it along pay forward the suffering pay forward the suffering that's good uh, on that happy note. <laughs> well, I was going to say, speaking of happier notes, we're going to, well, maybe not. We're end, We're going to end this thing, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Uh, it, this is it. This is us. <laughs> yeah, well, we should thank Paul. Uh, yeah. Yes. Paul. For coming in again. He's now the record holder by yes. a long shot. Oh, right? thanks for having me again, guys. And more in the future, I hope. Yeah. yeah I, what'd we say? After mock trial, perhaps. Yeah. Rumor mill. The 1L rumor mill says that Paul's the new co-host for the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, really? Hard no. This all just sprung on me now. Yeah. <laughs> this is news to me. <laughs> all right. No, thank you, Paul, as always. It's been a pleasure. And uh, yeah. Adam, thank you. You, you, you can thank have you. the last word. Paul, La- Paul was your buddy. You should have the last word. I love you, Paul. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. Be